Welcome back to the podcast, everyone. Happy Labor Day. I'll be by myself. Sean's currently MIA. I have no idea where he is. Perhaps he's a burning man. One of the 70,000 people stranded out there. <laughs> All because of the rain. Heavy flooding. People show up in their Honda Civics out in the desert not expecting rain, and here it comes, baby. Now you're stuck. CEO says there's nothing to panic about. Only 70,000. Almost 100,000 people stuck out in the desert. Don't worry. There's nothing to panic. One person died already. It's a one out of 70,000 ain't bad. You know, they should really have a Burning Man in like San Francisco next year. You know, try to promote small business. Try to boost the economy a little bit. <laughs> you won't have to deal with the toilets. You just shit wherever you want there. That's not an issue. There's plenty of space. Everybody's already left. Everybody's leaving. That's it. San Francisco. You'll have plenty of facilities. It'll be cheap. <laughs> Market there's dropping. You just won't be able to get a Starbucks or anything. So what's the deal with these, these uh, old fucking politicians now? You got red light, green light champion Mitch McConnell freezing again i mean what's the deal do you think is this like a new tactic is this a new political tactic for these prehistoric politicians they just you can't answer the question so they just freeze i swear mitch mcconnell thought he was on the set of jurassic park <laughs> the t-rex scene just freeze and don't move they won't see me and just hold it just hold it 40 years of political experience he could hold this he can freeze for about 10 minutes until he's ushered off the stage it's worked the first time why won't it work again and people they just reach out with sympathy oh oh he's it's his whole age it's okay no it's not okay you answer the question stop with this petty freeze bullshit what are you doing when are we going to stop this we got these super old 30, 40 year politicians still in office running this country. This is a different land. This is a different time with different people, different directions were flowing. And all they do is, is they just move with the wind. They move with the wind and, and keep doing their, their shady politics behind doors they've been doing for the last 50 years. No ifs, ands, or buts. No ifs, ands, or buts. Just a bunch of old buts. Just a bunch of old asses running the show. And we're okay with it. We're okay. That's fine. And now we have this new variant coming down from Canada. TSA is going to start putting masks back on people in the airport, in the airplanes. We already talked of by Christmas there's going to be mandates and lockdowns and boosters and all this again. And this variant is supposed to be uh, less dangerous than Omicron. I mean, Omicron wasn't even dangerous. That was like a mild cold. And we're going to start. They're still trying to push this panic bug out. We'll keep you safe. Just put that cloth mask on. People, the facts are out. The masks don't work. And the N95s, they do their purpose. They do a good job, except you're not supposed to wear them for more than a couple hours a day. So what's, what's more dangerous? A mild cold that everybody's going to get every single year? Since since the last since 100 years now, <laughs> everybody's been getting colds. 
or are we going to suck CO2 all day long with the proper mask, not the cloth mask that does nothing, the surgical mask, they do absolutely nothing but make people feel better. You know what? It's a symbol. It's like an, uh, an I voted sticker. That's all it is. All it is now is a badge to show what team you're on, who you side with. And there's still people wearing masks inside of cars by themselves, which is like, what are you doing, bud? What are you doing? Are you that afraid? Are you that terrified? Haven't you been sick before? All of a sudden, people act like they've never been sick, and if they do, they're going to die. Like, this is uh, 1865 all over again. This isn't 1865. <laughs> it's 2023. But we still have politicians that were uh, running in 1865, believe it or not. How about that? How about that? So brace for this, uh, brace for COVID again. We're still doing COVID four years later. It's silly. It's silly. We're being silly here, people. Stop it. Just stop it. Stop. Insane. So I do this, uh, this guy trip every year, just the boys. I call it no mams. Sorry, ladies. <laughs> Been doing it for seven years. This will be my eighth year doing it. You know, and I just think it should be it should be spoken about to all you to all you wives and girlfriends out there that just kind of ah, why can't we come? Why can't I go? Why do you have to go on your own trip? Well, you know what? It's honestly it's to get away from you. <laughs> it's to get away from the women. It's to get away from the children. It's to get away from the bosses. You come out, you relax. At my guy's trip, there's no rule. The only rule is, there's, you know, don't kill anybody, but you do what you want. I try to keep it fishing based. You, we go out, we have a good time. You know, we spend a long weekend, usually a four day weekend somewhere. Last year we were down the shore. We got a, a beach house, uh, did some shore fishing, caught a couple stripers, caught some blues. It's good times, man. And there's no rules. You do what you want. You don't want to fish, you don't have to fish. You want to stare at your phone the whole time, stare at your phone the whole time. You want to get blackout drunk somewhere, well, you're on your own. But go get blackout drunk somewhere. Very important. Guys have to have their own time, ladies. Guys have to have their own time to reset, recuperate. And you know what? It's good because you come back refreshed. You miss your wife, you miss your girlfriend, you miss your significant other, your life spouse partner, whatever you want to call it. You know, you have, you see your kids, not saying I hate my family, but you just need that time. It's very important. Once a year, that's not, what's, what's the big deal? 365 days a year. I can't take four out of it for myself. Come on now. And I'm not saying my life spouse partner gives me a hard time. She definitely doesn't. She actually pushes me to do it. But, you know, I get some people, I invite some people and they never come out because uh, exactly that. Oh, let me run it by the wife. Let me run it by the girlfriend. And then it's a no-show. <laughs> Sorry, I can't make it. Or just you don't even respond by text. That's my favorite. It's like, you know, I'm inviting you on the special trip and you don't even respond to me? You don't even just say, no, I can't make it? Come on now. You're going to have a blast. You know what I say? You know what? This is what you do. If you're with, now, you can't really do this with a girlfriend that you've only been with for like a few months or anything, but let's say you've been married or you're, you've been with someone for a couple years, you know, you just tell them, they give you, you, I'm going on this trip. They give you a hard time and say, listen, I'm going on this trip. 
and I'll be back on Sunday. It's not a big deal. And then you just fucking do it. Just go do it because you want to know what? They ain't going to leave you when you get back. Yeah, you might catch some heat for, for a couple of days, but you know what? You do it, and next time, next year, she's not going to not even be worth it. You show her all the pictures. You show her some love when you get back. You know, bring her a gift or some bullshit like that. And she'll forget the whole thing ever happened by this, the next year, and she'll love it. Try to have her plan a trip. Try to get, try to get your girl to plan a, a, a girl's weekend. You know? But sit her down. Explain to her why. Why you need time. It's not, it's not you. It's not the personal. It's not just to get away from you. It's just to get away from everything. Just forget everything exists. And do whatever you want. And just hang out. So women. Men. Whatever you identify as. It's very healthy reset for the male dominant of the household. And uh, you just got to let it happen. As should you girls be doing the same thing. Do your all girls trip. Plan a fun weekend. It's basically a mini bachelor party every year. You know, but nothing crazy. You just get a nice spot and hang out. Or if you want to go crazy, go crazy. For all you guys out there that like balling, go ball, baby. Go all out. This year, we're going back to the same place as last year, down uh, the Jersey Shore. We got a mom fortunate enough to have a friend of the family with a monster house on the beach. So we'll be taking advantage of that. Hopefully, catch some stripers this year. Hopefully, catch a trout right now. Just dropped line a few minutes ago, so we'll see what happens. But, uh, yeah, looking forward to that. Just going to be shooting the shit, hanging out. Actually, might be doing something a little different. Might be inviting the wife and kids this year. Everybody's wife and kids. The house is plenty big. Everybody kind of wants to do it. So, I don't see why not. We'll make an exception. No ma'am's eight is going to be yes ma'am's eight. So, probably do a special podcast out there for that. Keep you posted. We'll do something on the beach. We, uh, we always used to go midnight. We call it midnight shark. And we go out at midnight with a cooler, throw out some bait, and just catch the little stupid sand sharks and the dogfish. We just kill time. Sit there on the beach, get drunk. <laughs> get drunk. Smoke a little herbals. That's it. Close the night off. So pheasant hunting's coming up. Starts in about a month, October 1st for me. Uh, I have a pheasant dog, Brittany. His name is Red. This will be his, he's uh, one years old, just over one. This will be his second year. I started him last year at four months. He did pretty good. We got some birds. He got, he got about, I want to say, four pheasant and one woodcock So for four months old. Super impressed, super excited about this year. He is so ready. He knows it. He knows it's coming. He gets pumped. He gets so excited. His whole body just like shivers, just shakes, trembles. <laughs> like a little wet dog. He gets so pumped. So I'm very curious to see how well he does. We got to work on him uh, holding his point. So I got to keep him close and, and, and really work on him holding his point. 
And uh, but I don't think he's such super smart dog. I don't think it's going to be an issue. I think we're going to be bang banging out a lot of birds this year. Um, with that being said, with this podcast, it's kind of difficult to do hunts and podcasts at the same time. We were kicking the idea around about doing it, possibly doing like a duck hunt while podcasting. But then, you know, you got the call screaming the whole time. So that's not going to work. Turkey hunting, we're going to be whispering, you know. So plus that call. So what I'm thinking is what we'll do is we'll film the hunts. We'll start making videos out of them. And then we'll podcast after the hunt, kind of review it. Anything special happen, talk about what we did, what we could do better. And then incorporate the rest of our stupid bullshit talk. So that's the idea for this uh, this fall. I uh, really want to get get that incorporated in here and just get out of this boat for once. <laughs> Been doing, doing nothing but fishing. But it's kind of tough to podcast and do other things outdoors. I mean, we can go on hikes, but who wants to hear me huffing and puffing, beat right in the face, <laughs> talking to you guys? <laughs> So that's the game plan for the fall. Uh, yeah, really looking forward to it. I've got two other dogs. Uh, Rico, he's a Pitbull Sharpe mix. He's an 80 pounder. He's full brindle. Beautiful dog. We rescued him. He's um, he's about 10 months old or uh, nine months old. And then we also got a, a little dachshund, Glizzy. <laughs> he's about... 10 months old so we got nothing but puppies in my house right now tons of fun tons of work tons of laughs and tons of screaming jeez these dogs red super well behaved does what he does they have they all have the uh the electronic fence that e-collar invisible fence business and Rico just blasts through it, man. Like it does, I got it cranked all the way up, tightened down to his neck, and he just stands there as it's going off and stares at me like he's getting pet. Literally like he's getting pet. So I got to get, they make this like heavy-duty one for for uh, trouble dogs <laughs> who don't respond well to the normal one. And I'm not a big, I mean, it hurts, dude. I felt it. It hurts. I cannot believe it. This thing does not affect him. He's a short hair. I mean, he's got... He's got a, like loose skin. He has that Sharpay in him, but like he's still zapping the skin. So I don't understand. I'm gonna have to get him one of these one of these heavy duty ones, hopefully, because he just takes off. And then Glizzy right behind him. Glizzy just goes. He doesn't care. He doesn't have a collar. They make a mini one. I gotta get him one for him. But he's so small. I feel like it's still too big. He's only like 12 pounds. My 12 pound wiener. I have a 12 pound wiener at home. He's a good boy. Yep, that's my puppy pack. Well, this is going to be a short one for today. It's the first solo I've done. We're going to maybe do more of these. We'll see how they go. Uh, happy Labor Day, everybody. Bye. <laughs>